I think we all can agree that life is hard and it hits us in the roughest of ways, but somehow we keep getting up and moving forward. How do we do that? Have you ever lost a loved one or got diagnosed with something so gnarly? Got your heart broken? Just had so many rough things happen. How do we get up? How do we look for the light at the end of the tunnel? Well, you know what? We're going to find out together. We're going to go looking for it. This podcast, In Search of Hope, with me, Ugo, we'll be together on this journey. And if all else fails, we'll have each other. In Search of Hope podcast. Let's do it. Drew! Easy. Man, what's going on, man? It's been a while. Man, today's a day. Today's a big day. Today is a big day, man. Congratulations. Thank uh, you. Shouts out to the Nigerian people out there in the world. Okay, that too. Okay. Um, but, yeah, but that wasn't, you know. That was, okay. Yeah. So this, the purpose of me recording this one right here. Yeah. This one right here is kind of like a celebration and an update. Okay. The update is that we finally... Got the podcast up and running on Spotify. More than applause. Oh, man. So now we also just submitted to iTunes. Okay. Um, so hopefully by the end of the night, beginning of tomorrow, it'll be on there as well. Then we can figure out how to get on Google Play. Mm. Now, it can seem like whatever. People do that all the time. And I think there's a part of, part of my mind that wants to go there to minimize. But for me, it's not just... A simple act of, you got it on here. Yeah. Great. Because it's not like you have to pay somebody. It's not like they vetting it for the, the quality of it or whatever. Wait, you, you can do this for free? You can do this for free. Oh, wow. But you do have uh-huh. to pay. You do have to go through steps to get it hosted on one website and blah, blah, blah. And you have there are things you have to do to get it to get to this point. Gotcha. But, but, gotcha. But, I, but I, I was thinking some other people have probably, they've definitely got it up easier than... They got the. <laughs> they got it posted oh, a lot easier. Gotcha. Than I did. Gotcha. And but but I've been thinking it's more than just um, it's more than just the idea of getting a podcast up. Mm-hmm. And and I'm so grateful that you're here. Oh man. And I totally forgot that we had even scheduled you know spend some time together today. Yeah. I mean that's that's natural. You know it's what best friends do. They forget about when. <laughs> Hang out and whatnot. I couldn't think of anybody else I'd like to kind of reset the stage of the podcast with. Oh, wow. Than you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Buddy. You know? Um, I appreciate that. Now, what's going to happen when I start posting the, uh, the, the, the episodes, there are a bunch that were recorded man, months and months ago. Mm. And it made me seem like we're going back. Literally, because I'm posting these, and sometimes I listen to them, and they just feel old to me, because I can't remember what was happening in my life then, what was I thinking, what was what was my mindset even at, but in order to catch up to my present day, it's super essential to, to, to post those. Gotcha. They're super important. Gotcha. You know, even the one that we did, mm. the, that was probably, at the moment, one, the funnest podcast, because it, it took a break from... Speaking about death, death of a particular variety. of a person, but yeah. then it talked about death of a relationship. Yeah. And what was super dope about you is that you brought a completely different spin to it. Mm. I don't think it was intentional, just in our relationship. Yeah. You know, where you saw your humanity, but also there was a lot of laughing going on. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's that old, you know, that old adage, that old saying, you know, it, that something can be therapeutic but not therapy. Mm. And I think when we lose the capacity to laugh at ourselves and our missteps and and uh, pratfalls, so to speak, then life gets very dark. Yeah, very grim. So. I'm going to even act like I knew what pratfall meant. But. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, clowns taking the, the, the falls and stuff like that. Like, if you can't be a clown and take a fall and laugh at what you've just, you know, what you've just done, then life gets really sad. Yeah. 
Well, I should also, well, we should probably introduce ourselves. Well, you should introduce yourself because yeah, yeah, yeah. I say it because we're speaking to a particular community that's kind of like already established. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like we're speaking to friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, and, and those who kind of join in mm-hmm. are joining in in this friendship, but I don't want to take that for granted, you know, and assume that they know what they don't know. They don't sure. know how, yeah. They don't know how long we've been friends. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like we're we going to have to do this every time I come on here now. We're going to have to like, <laughs> do this reintroduction. But, uh, yo, what's going on, world? I'm Drew Morris. Uh, Drew Morris, the actor mm. on IG. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, I guess. I don't I don't really too much use that. But uh, actor for hire. Uh, at actor for hire. Uh I don't know. I don't know what else. Uh, oh, that's it. But that's huh? it. How yeah, long have we been friends now? No. Oh, we've been well. Eight. I would say seventeen. We've been friends. No, we we've been friends since since you were seventeen. I, I had. To, 16. I was sixteen. I was sixteen. Jeez. Uh, yeah. And then uh, we became. I don't. Know, we became best friends. Like we. Four years, five years after, maybe. I don't even know what, my, what the math would be at this point. Because I think it's we, were, we, were, we were working together. And, and then I didn't, I didn't start working with you until I was 19. Yeah. Oh, so geez, that's already man. three years for me. And then I think maybe a year or two after that, we were like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's good, official. Yeah, it's yeah this, official. Is, this is it's official. It's let's, let's go ahead and lock this down. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's lock that in real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what the. What recording the podcast meant for me uh, means for me is it's kind of like uh, that perseverance in doing something that you know you're supposed to do. Okay. Like there were so many times where things just kept on coming up where I couldn't I couldn't keep going forward. Mm-hmm. Like uh, either I was in orientation, and I was getting my butt kicked, and having the 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 trials and just the emotional, mental, physical uh, just toll that that takes. And then uh, not even feeling like recording. And then when I do feel like it, I run into like a pitfall of, okay, now I want to design this website because I want it to be, I want it to, to be housed somewhere. Yeah. Now, but then thinking as I'm trying to work through it and having all these difficulties, realizing, well, I didn't have to do it, but I started doing it. Mm-hmm. So I could either just say, you know, forget all, whatever I just put into it, whatever money I put into it and just scrap it and do it go go a different way or try to persevere and figure it out and, you know thank god shouts out to my cousin ken um he helped me figure it out yeah and then there was another guy that was supposed to help me figure it out some other technical uh, technical stuff and um he just disappeared you know off the you know just disappeared stopped responding to my messages and i was kind of thinking like bro like another that's another thing yeah um but I figured it out, you yeah. know, and uh, and here we are. Yeah, man. Here we are. So how how are you doing these days, man? Like, like it's when's the last time I was over here? It's starting to get like that now. Like it's like I mean, the last time I was over here, I don't think we recorded anything. We were just kicking it. Yeah, and see, that's how you knew I wasn't in the zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have stole. So this dude, this dude forgets that I'm supposed to come over there. He goes today. He forgets I'm, I'm supposed to like stop by just to kick it with him, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah to, 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 to record." I'm like, "Record?" <laughs> I'm just here to kick it with my best friend. He's like, I'm saying about going to work, like, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I guess you today's know. a special day. Yeah, man. Today's Carpe. a special day, man. Carpe diem, right? Um, how am I, man? I started a new. Nursing job, yeah. Um, yeah, fill us, fill us in on that, man. That's, yeah. That is, that is a huge update. It is, man. Uh, I was um, I was doing uh, bedside nursing, clinical nurse, uh, on an oncology unit, lymphoma. They had a lot of leukemia, uh, multiple myeloma. Uh, and this was a big hospital. This was a big, 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 big hospital. Yeah. Big hospital. And you, you see a lot. And a lot of stories that I have, I have so many stories that came from came from there. Um and by big, we don't mean just by size. We mean by like name yeah, and yeah. and so now then so then I transferred to a new hospital 
which is big in yeah. name yeah. and size yeah. as well. I mean, New York City, they got some, they got a bunch of heavy hitters in New York. I was just gonna use you the know, same phrase, yeah. Bunch man. of heavy hitters. Um bunch, a bunch, man. And uh but I I am <laughs> let's just say I am beyond grateful for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um I know it doesn't happen for a lot of people uh coming from where I came from. What what happened? What 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 was going on that uh allowed you to to like tell us tell us the reason why we're here, man. Like tell us the update. What's 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 up? I'll say this. Okay. I think quality of life is more important than people give credit for. Yes. Do you know yes. what I'm saying? Like I think the, maybe the, even the idea of work-life balance is even crazy mm-hmm. because work comes first. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. work-life balance. And I get it. But work is, it's a part of your life. Yeah, as it should be. It's part of your life. Yeah. It's not your, you know, how do you, how can you balance work and life? It's, it's to say that they're equal in their footing. It's like night and day. These are equal. Yeah. Love and hate. Eh, possibly. They, they carry they carry the same weight. Weight. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. They carry the yeah. same weight. They say work and life. Yeah. And I think maybe that's a very New York thing. I mean, I think it's America. I think, no, it's, I think, I think, I think it's I think it's a capitalist thing because when you meet someone for the first time, what, what's usually the oh, first what, thing they what ask? What do you do? What do you do? Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Like that's like what? <laughs> Yeah, man. My ex used to hate it, but then I had to explain it to her. She goes, why do you always ask that? Like, where yeah. are you from? Because Ooh. it tells me a different story. It tells me about who you are. There's a journey. Ooh. There's a journey that's being taken place. And I had to explain it to her one day because she got so upset. She was like, why do you always ask where are you from? It's, it's better to ask what you do, what you do for a living, because what you do for a living doesn't determine who you are as an individual. Ooh. It tells me a lot more about where you're from. Like, when I tell people where I'm from, that's a, to- no, that's a that's story. A, that's a story. Because no one believes me firsthand. No. No one believes me based on the way I speak, the way I carry myself. You know what I mean? Like, Where are you from? I'm from Brownsville. I'm from Brownsville, Brooklyn, <laughs> USA. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, don't come after me because you'll get it. <laughs> and I mean that sincerely. But. Uh, 100%. Uh, yeah. People just don't believe that's where I'm from. Mm. So when I go places, and I, I don't I don't say it, I don't mumble it or anything like that. Yeah. They go, oh, man. Uh, where you from? I can't pick up your accent. Where you, where you from? Oh, no, I'm, I'm from Brownsville. <laughs> Texas? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? And people don't know I'm from Brooklyn until you say Brooklyn, because I can't say Brooklyn without a Brooklyn accent. Yeah, 100%, bro. So, I would much rather, if I'm going to be an introdu- introduction to who you are, mm. tell me where you're from. Yeah. Tell me where you're from. Tell, you know, tell me something about yourself that makes you a part of who you are. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, what you do doesn't make you who you are. I work as an actor. That don't mean I'm going around acting every day. Yeah. That's just what I get paid to do. Yeah. If you're a physician, you pay good money to go to uh, medical school. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to pay off your debt. You become a doctor. That's not who you are. It's what you do. But is it who you are? So, yeah, I never... That whole work and and, and living and, and balancing that out, it shouldn't be a balancing act. That's a societal norm that has been forced upon us yeah. by the powers that be. By the powers that be means those capitalists, those yeah. people who literally are capitalizing off the money that you generate for them. Yeah. That, dang, that's, I mean, that's true. Whew. I like that. I think that may change the way I, 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 I start those conversations. Where are you from? What are you passionate about? That's a, whoo! Someone just asked me that. I was like, oh. Oh, you actually want to get to know me then? Yes. And that's what makes the world worth living. Ooh. That's what makes life worth living is when someone engages with you, not looks through you, not yeah. looks past you, not looks over you, but is engaged. Yeah. You know what I mean? What What are you passionate about? That's a question where someone can't necessarily go, hey, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. When you're walking past each other. Yeah. When I'm walking past someone in the street and I know you, I don't go... How you doing? And keep walking. You know what I'm saying? How you doing? I'm okay. I'm getting better. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you. How are you doing? Yeah. I don't say how you doing as a, as a, as a salutation, as hello. Yeah. Let's engage. Let's be human beings for a while. You know what I mean? Mm. Sit with me for a while. Whatever that is. Whatever that time is. 
Bro, I'm just gonna keep writing down things you say. Oh, uh, you're mad funny. You sit with you're me a while. But uh, yeah, man, I, I totally feel you on that. What were you so, passionate about? So, oh, I love that. Sit with me a while. Because you know what? I wasn't sitting with anybody for a long time, matter of fact. Mm. Um, I was not balancing well at all. Okay. I was I was in a very dark place. Mm-hmm. It was a very, very dark place. I was I wasn't happy. Um I was uh there's one guy said when he found out I was leaving uh the job, he was like, Hey, this so yeah, this place can uh sometimes it could really break people. He said in in such a, a smug way where he's saying, "Oh well, you broken." I was broken, and no, it's fine, it's fine. it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. And um, because I I thought, you know, when he said it, I told him, I said, "No, that's not why I'm leaving. That's not why I'm leaving at all." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, and 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 that's it because no, it's, it's not it's not that the place it didn't it didn't break me. I'm choosing to go. Yeah, I'm choosing to go. Why? Because in that moment. I knew I had to choose myself. I knew I had to choose my family. Mm-hmm. I knew I had to choose my faith. Yeah. And it's not that for me, it was becoming, I didn't like who I was becoming. And I never thought an environment can affect you that badly. Mm. You know? Um, and it's not, and I'm not blaming, it's not blaming the place. That's not it at all. It's not about blame. It's about, fits you gotta know you gotta you have to know what's going on with you yeah and if a place and you for whatever reason it's just not you do feel like you're getting better as a person and then god opens up a door for a way out bro yeah in that moment you have to think and 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 god made it where i had to make that decision quick yeah the place i was working on was very intense mm-hmm. very intense um but as many nurses know an inpatient unit is very intense period yeah who are we kidding now it's the things that a lot of people just don't know it or they don't show it mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, don't show they don't just don't care what's going on at that part of the hospital they yo facts yeah. though because it's hard to describe certain things yeah unless someone is on it it's hard to describe some of the chaos it's hard to describe some of the stress it's hard to describe some of the anxiety mm-hmm. it's hard to describe some of the the things that you see that stay with you and reverberate with you and you can think okay this is fine and you can deal with things mm-hmm. but i think sometimes we we're not real about what effects things have on us? I remember this one time, me and this guy, he was um with PT. And like we were just getting which was PT for some of us who don't. Oh, oh sorry, a physical therapy. Gotcha. Um it was it was um uh so, so we we were just getting like man, we were just the the the, 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 the hospital census was so heavy, the patients were so sick. I mean, you're you're moving people. It's hard enough to move somebody who's 150 pounds who can't help you. Imagine someone who's 300 and can barely help you. Wow. You're putting your body on a... No, no. Your body is on the line. Yeah. And imagine that consistently. Consistently. And then imagine cleaning up diarrhea. Consistently. Consistently. And it, and it, or vomit or this or that. And having to see it. Having to take care of it. Having to put yourself on the line. And I remember... And we do the job because this is what we signed up for. You're not complaining about the job. I remember remember we looked at each other one time right right after we got out of a real nasty situation. And I looked at him and said, do you ever wonder what effect this is having on us? He looked at me like he had never thought about that. He was like, oh. So he's been that dialed in for, for, I guess, however long. I mean, because sometimes you just don't think about it. Yeah. Because you're just doing, you're you're being dutiful. Exactly. I know what I have to do. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Being dialed in. Yeah. yeah. But then I, I just I thought like, what what happens to us? What I, you you see in the nursing injuries, bro? It's like NFL players. You get a back, 
you get a knee, Ooh. you get an ankle, yeah. you get the elbow, you get the shoulders. Yeah. And those are just the joints. You get the hypertension, you get the hyperlipidemia. Also, no, that's stress related. This is all stress yeah. related. Stomach ulcers, bro. Mm. When I was there, I got the gout flare up from dehydration and stress. Yeah. Um, and you see people who you see this happen. And also, um, what another thing is that uh, night shift work has been classified as a carcinogen because oh. night shift work, well, a lot of people don't know it. Yeah. And but you, how can you tell all your nurses? Because someone needs to work the night shift. And some people, they do, they do well on night shift. Mm hmm. You have to know who you are. Everybody's body is not the same. Yeah. Everybody's body is not the same. I don't do well on night shift. And chronically getting less and less sleep is just, it's its leading to like all the, uh, it opens you up for what was it? Um, lung cancer, breast cancer, prostate cancer. It's uh, another one. You know, um, it just, it just, it heightens so nurses are at heightened risk wow. for all these other things. And the, 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 the nurses are the people who legit putting their lives on the line. Mm -hmm. You're legit putting your life on the line. And um, I remember thinking, uh, I remember thinking, I get one of me. Shoot. I get one of you. You get one of me. And I also thought CJ gets one of me. Yeah. And I said, I'm about to get married. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when, when I saw Andrew Luck retire, you know, when people say he's walking away from this, he's walking away from that. I was like, but you, you don't know his struggle. You, you don't walk in his shoes. You didn't yeah. rupture a spleen. Like, yeah, you ruptured. Almost, he's, oh, he almost died yeah. when he was entertainment. And they said when he left, they were booing him. Yeah, it's a good thing you left. They booed him for giving his heart, his everything. And they booed him. Shows you the nature of man, right? The nature of man. What can you do for me? Entertain me. And I thought, you leave before they're dragging you out yeah. or they're kicking you out yeah. or they have to carry you out. Hey. You know? Um, and I know so many nurses who sustained crazy injuries akin to football injuries. Um, and you like, nursing? Yeah, it's like that. It's like that. Um, First time I heard that, man. It's crazy. It's I remember I, I would often I, I I compare the injuries to football injuries and I compare sometimes the the mental and emotional and the things you see to kind of like armed forces and police officers. First responder. First responder, because it's a first responder, yeah. it's a first responder sport. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, I love the art of nursing. Oh, and it's not like I'm walking away from nursing. I'm I, I'm transitioning out of a particular scene that I knew was not going to be beneficial for me. You know, I saw it happen. I saw myself changing. You know, and I was like, what kind of man do I continuously want to be to CJ? Mm. If I'm, more, I'm so irritable. I'm so irritable. I'm cursing way more than I ever was because the things I was seeing were so gnarly. And even someone tried to say to me, but you, you know, hey, man, you're a Christian. You got to watch what you... Don't please don't say a thing to me, because in this moment, I don't need your condemnation. Yeah, because you don't understand what's happening. Your unfriendly reminders. Yeah, because I know it's wrong. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. I know it's wrong when it's coming out of my mouth. Even sometimes when it'll come out my mouth, I'd be like, "Oh, yeah, oh, that ain't me." But in this moment, it is. Mm. In this moment, that's because I had no other way to describe some of the things that were happening. Yeah. You know, because chronically nursing, oftentimes you're understaffed. So you're overworked. Notorious. That's, Notor why, the, that's, that's why the shifts are so long. <laughs> Under, you know, that, I mean, it's, it just kind of is what it is. Yeah. You know, um, and this isn't, and it's not a, a blame place, because you can, you can go anywhere and have these same struggles. Mm -hmm. These struggles aren't. Uh, specific to where I was at. Yeah. These are just nursing struggles. But oftentimes, a lot of people don't hear about them in depth. They, you know, they, it's kind of like you nice to think about, oh, nurse is my hero and they did this and they did that. But remember, things are 
there's so more to the story, you know, um, and and some people would would be much better suited in that position than I would be. And I could accept that. Yeah. Because I think I had other skill sets that I want to explore that couldn't be explored mm-hmm. in that in that role. Yeah. Like, because if you need someone to be, if you're infantry and they put you in infantry and you sign up for infantry, but you're, you're trying to take your sniper rifle and, you know, and, and pick up a sniper rifle and go back somewhere and scout. That's not what they need you for. Yeah. I need you to be what you're supposed to be here. So be that. Yeah. I can respect that. Mm-hmm. I can respect that. But I knew for the things that were happening in me, the things that I feel like, things I know I wanted to explore, I knew I had to leave. And also, I'm getting married. Bro, being on nights, and I was only on it for three weeks, and I knew. And some people say, oh, that's not enough time to get adjusted. Like, you don't ever get adjusted. Why? Because you're, we're, not di- we're, we're not nocturnal creatures. We're diurnal creatures, which means we need to be we are awake in the daytime for a reason. Yeah, like we don't survive without that vitamin D. No. Things like the way your body processes the sunlight is telling you, you need to be up during the day. You have to be. Yeah. There are 500 receptors in your body that are activated by the sun's rays. Yeah. Like it. Now, but here's, here's, the, here's, the, here's the flip side. Here's the crazy thing. As a nurse, I know that you need night nurses. You cannot, you can, you can't function. You can't just, the, 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 the hospital can't just shut down. Yeah. You need someone to be doing it. So someone's going to be having to take that shift. Mm-hmm. And then there's a part of me who's like, man, I'm about to leave when I know that someone needs to be doing it. Yeah. I can't put that on me. I can't put that on me. Because if someone can probably handle it better than I can. I need to be some. I need to go where I'm better suited. Yeah. You know, where I can function as myself. Because you're not getting the best of me. Yeah. My patients weren't getting the, they weren't getting Ugo as you know him. Yeah. You know, they're getting a version of that. In like a microcosm of like your worst. Yeah. You're getting what I got left. Yeah. And it ain't much. Yeah. You know, um, and I knew that. Yeah. I knew that. And I felt terrible. I was like, listen, I'm, and it's not, and I wasn't mean. My patients still loved me, but I, I couldn't, I didn't have it. Yeah. I didn't have it to give, you know? So I knew <laughs> it was, it was, it was best for me to, to go. And, um, and like a lot of people, a lot of people, people said some negative things to, mm. to say the least. And, um, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, it kind of just, it is, it, you know, uh, I, I can't live in that, um, yeah. because I was also greeted with a lot of love, you know, and a lot of people, and, but I also did have people saying a lot of good things, a lot of encouraging things. Um, sometimes you just got to go. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you say that. Cause every time I used to, I used to, uh, hate it when some people were like, Oh, you just want anybody to like you. Or everybody's not gonna be your best friend. Everybody's not gonna like you. All this other stuff. I just like, like, shut up. Like, why do you say that? But then when when you actually start to like grow and mature, and you notice like some people just don't like you. Like it used to like bother me. Yeah. And then it's like people hated Jesus. <laughs> what do you think it'll do to you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's good that you could like take the good with the bad, man. Like yeah. that's, that's a real great quality of you to have because. For those of you who don't know who Easy is, man, he's a big, lovable guy with a big, lovable heart. And anytime he gets the opportunity, he's gonna pour that into you, and whatever, whatever it is that you do. Um, so hearing this, almost for the first time again, that people are like hating on you, mm. not being real positive about your, yeah. uh, uh, your departure. Mm. It's like. Part of me is like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch these people in the face. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta fall back. You gotta relax. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the part of life. Yeah. Cats ain't like Jesus. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, give us back this murderer. Yeah. <laughs> we much rather have him. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, 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 
Hey, hats off to you. Hats off to you. I appreciate it. Because not everybody's going to know why you're leaving. Not everybody's going to be privy to that information. No. 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 And then there's some things... There's some things I'll just keep... For myself. And, like, for you. And see, like, keep it really close to the chest and vest. Um, As I, I just... As I just think is wise... Um, but, uh, learned a lot, learned a lot, man, still have a lot of great relationships in that organization in general, Mm -hmm. really amazing relationships. Um, but I also thought it was, it was a pretty cool thing. Like I remember when I was, when I was doing, um, when I was in college, Queens college, I remember I got to a point where I couldn't go three minutes without saying what's up to somebody, without dabbing somebody up. I remember and, not even going to that college, just walking through that college with you and realizing that. Bro, it was it was like, yeah, it was like a thing. Like, boom, 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 boom. I kept thinking, how popular could this dude be on a, on a campus? Like, it's, it's, he's, yeah, you, you a big fish. But then I left for, I, I didn't go, not that I left. I graduated, then I di- didn't take in classes. Yeah. Then I came back to take my master's, right? And I just walked on campus. And nobody knew who I was. Mm. And I thought, this is... First, it was like, oh, this is weird. Then I thought, oh, there's something nice about this. I'm just doing whatever I'm doing. And then it's kind of like you get to create yourself again. Not create, or not even that. You get to be the new person again. Because I think it requires something of you to be the new person. It's like a level of anonymity or something like that. Yeah, and it's like, it's a new opportunity. Like I don't know anybody here. I get to make new friends. Mm-hmm. I get to make new impressions. Yeah. You know, it's like, I did that old thing before and that's great. You can just kind of roll off your own momentum after that. Mm-hmm. But you're not being, you're not on it anymore. Yeah. Because you, I've done it. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now this new, it's a new opportunity where I'm excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I could do this. I could do that and I could do that. And I have, and I, and people aren't giving me credit for who I was or what they thought of me. Mm-hmm. They're judging me off of, okay, this is, what is my experience of you? Yeah. But though, I've been getting a lot of love though. Uh, I did have someone who kind of looked out for me and said some really nice things and that set the, and that set the table, Yeah. you know, um, and it's been all love since then. Um, but for me, it's still a, it's still a great opportunity to come back to, the hospital where I went to school at, where I remember, you know, being on those posters, being ah, on, yeah, I remember seeing yeah, those. being on that, or even doing the the even doing the commencement speech at graduation. So I felt like I was gonna go there anyway when yeah. I graduated. I felt like I was gonna end up working there anyway, but it just didn't happen. I was like, well, let me go the other spot. And other spot, it was great. Yo, it's, it's a good look on your resume. Oh, it was amazing. Cause oh, I, I was there for gosh. seven years. Yeah. So now coming back over here, it's kind of, for me. It wasn't like the, a big shocker. It was like, oh, I've been here. Yeah. I did my clinicals out here. Yeah. But it's still unfamiliar. It's familiar, but still unfamiliar. And um, I think good. And I also, I also know that this schedule allows me to work on a podcast. I think that was a major thing too. Schedule is bomb, man. It allows me to do these other things. And I think the podcast is important. This is what my barber said to me. My barber, every time I would I would come to get a haircut and he would check in on me, say, What's up, the podcast? How's it coming? And when nothing was happening, I dread going there because I, I knew he was gonna ask me. And if that I makes have, so much sense, man, because I would see you some days without a haircut. I said, <laughs> what is going on? What is <laughs> that's me being cheap what, what uh, is he avoiding yeah, right I was like nah like <laughs> he about to ask me some questions and I don't got the answers for oh man and then um so I came and um I got in the chair and he was like so what's up with the podcast or whatever I told him some of the struggles I was having he said listen man and there was another guy there too and um it's like when he was talking about it it's like he was he was proud of me Gotcha. He said, man, you got to remember, man. He said, it's not about you. He said, it's for us. And it's for the others. It's for the people that are going to hear it. I was like, bro, like the encouragement 
They don't even make barbershops like that anymore, man. No, no, no. They don't make barbershops yeah. like that. Because you have to book online to get them. You don't wait in a chair. Yeah, but... This is... And it, it, that kind of conversation? Yeah. Like, the kind of conversations... You Nuts. That's what the barbershop used to be. That's what it used to be. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like just a fronts for drugs. Yeah. They're <laughs> <laughs> selling everything about these barbershops. <laughs> You're right. Yo, he's... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Um, it's that legit. And it's just another reminder. And then uh, I get other reminders from, yo, the, the encouragement from my big bro. Bro. He, I think, was been the main driving factor. Mm. You know, just the consistent encouragement. I remember I sent him, bro, <laughs> maybe last year I sent him some stuff that I recorded. He was like, oh, I'm, and I think I may have recorded like three or four joints uh, with other people. He was like, ah, things should start from scratch. <laughs> you know? Yo, <laughs> he said, uh, <laughs> big brother as in, man, he is, he gave it a buck. Yeah, he was like, because the way you have it set up is blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, come on. I'm, like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So what I did was I started from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. Yeah, smart man. <laughs> I revamped it and he was like, then he was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. Do that. Yeah. Do that. And so I was sent him like rough cuts of everything and um, like the constant encouragement. And then when he'd come and we'd get the recording, bro, just to record with him and it's these recordings that I will hear. Um, it's like I just sit back and it's like you're I'm in cruise control. Yeah. The show's in cruise control because he got it. Oh yeah. Oh, he got the content. If you think <laughs> my best friend Easy has the gift to gab. Oh. Has great like storytelling, like an orator, just those kind of skills. His big brother. Mm. Could possibly do it professionally. Oh, yeah. Yo, 100%. Could possibly do it professionally. Yup. And me easy over here. We just be shooting the breeze. Shooting the breeze, we, man. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. just... Well, I feel like I got to pay him once he comes here. Yeah, yeah. Because he drops such knowledge. Yeah. So we have... I think I... I think I have two... Uh, two recordings with him in the chamber that were like... I remember I said to him, like, yo, you should... You have your own podcast? You should probably... <laughs> yeah. That, that'd be important. Yeah, and w what was what's also um, was so important to me was that I look at his example where he took an idea of a real estate company. Mm. He took an idea of something. And now I see the things he's done. And I'm like, are you... When did this happen? Mm. You're killing it, bro. He took an idea. Yeah. Just an idea of something. And then, so when when I finally saw that, um, that if I was accepted, you know, the podcast was accepted on Spotify, I got the the the, the picture that Tim Austin made on Spotify. Shouts out to Tim Austin. Yo, right, right? And he has an updated version that I'm still waiting for. Oh. Uh, I took the screenshots and I sent it to my bro. I was like, yo finally you know and he said isn't it nice to see something you've thought about and you tried to work out come into existence manifest man i'm like yo it's really that because i mean and, and that's really what it is i think that's why it's so important because it's something you thought about it wasn't there mm -hmm. you had that idea and it was frustrating trying to make it happen and it didn't seem like it was going to happen yeah but you stayed with it and then, and and it's not, and it's not even like it's gotten this amount of subscribers. Is that that's not the point? It's there. Mm -hmm. It's there. It's here. It's a real thing. It's a tangible thing. This is is a thought, right? And that's 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 the beauty of it. Like it starts off like as this thing that you can't touch. Mm -hmm. You can't actually physically see it with your physical eyes you need to see this with your mind's eye and through this conception of these thought processes as fancy people say thought processes <laughs> <laughs> through that configuration we have this ability to create 
Right. And I think that's amazing. Like, you have to see it with your mind's eye first. Mm. First, it has to it has to be it has to be like an, an it's just idea. Yeah. Something you can't. It's not tangible. You literally cannot touch this thing, but it is growing inside of you. Yeah. Right. And it's growing. It's growing. It's growing. It's growing. It's growing. And it comes out. It comes out into this very real thing that not only you can now see with your physical eyes, the world now can see it. Yeah. It exists outside of your mind. And I think for so many of us who are not only just creative types, but anyone with a goal, anyone with mm. ambition, it starts with the thought. It starts with the idea. It starts with the manifestation of just a, a, a some neurons firing. Yeah. Like you have to see it with your mind's eye because if you can't, then it's going to be very difficult for it to manifest in the physical world. So that all of us can see with our physical eyes and be able to touch it with our physical hands and these bodies of ours to create something that is intangible and make it very tangible is is an incredible process, almost like a godlike process. I, I didn't want to say it though. I was thinking I the same thing. It is it becomes very complex in that way. I think, but I think it makes sense. It does. Because God would give us the ability to create. Yes. Human ingenuity. Yeah. Also the ability to have free will to say, this is from me, or this is from him, or or what do you do with that that ability yeah. to create? And it's a shocking thing, but that's what humans have been doing. God says but, he's made us in his image, and it's like... You have the ability to create. Yes. And also destroy. Yeah. Here's a... Th- Ooh. The same mind that you can create something with, you can also destroy. Yeah. But you also destroy that thing that you wanted to create. Mm. So it's a crazy thing. So you have an idea. So many people, we have these ideas. Yeah. But then we dest- we can destroy them with the same energy where we say, ah, I don't, I don't think so. Or, ah. <laughs> oh, you've come so close to that. Yeah. Just by like not even going to the barbershop, you have manifested <laughs> this thing to not happen. Yeah, yeah. You I'm not, this thing I'm not to talking not- to him. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to feel guilty. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta drown it out. And it started from up here, much like that first idea. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so crazy. There was a, the very place I was at mm-hmm. was in the kitchen upstairs when I just came home from taking my dad to the hospital. Okay. I was in the kitchen and I was like, there's all this hurt inside me. And I was like, I need to do something. I need to create like something and I was like, God, why is this happening? I got to do something. And just from that, that, things start, start, start happening. Yeah. Now, it's, it's a cool place because it's exciting in one way because there's other things. So where that idea came from, it's not like the, the idea is out and it's done. It's like a... It's kind of like we turn on the faucet and you turn it off and whatever comes out, that's the idea manifested itself. No, there's a stream mm. in which this has flown from. And I see things in my mind where it can go. And it's like, the part of me is kind of fearful of that to say, oh, no, 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 no. Don't go that f- Let's not think that big. Mm. Let's not think that far. But it's like, you, if you've learned anything from just talking to Drew right now, yeah. no, you don't do it. Don't do that. Because I'm, I'm extinguishing. I'm getting, I'm getting that fire extinguisher re- ready to put it out. I was like, no, let it flow. I see things. I, I, I see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's cool that it's now, in a way, being documented. So whatever happens, we can come back and say, whether it worked out in the way I thought or not, I showed up. Yeah. And I tried. Yeah. And whatever we have after that, I I can be good with whatever happens after that. And something I learned on the football field. Woo! Something I learned on the football field from the from the championship game where you said, if I gave everything I had, I, well, I have no regrets. I got nothing to be feel bad about. Yeah. I gave everything I had. And now I learned like you, I, we don't have full control of the outcome, especially on and something like football. Mm-hmm. It's a huge team game. Yeah, the same boxing, it ain't wrestling. What you do 
can largely be inconsequential to the result. Oof. You know, you can be planning your hardest. Yeah. But if other things aren't there, you're not going to get that win. It got nothing to do with it, you know? But if I know I did everything I can, yeah. I may not be able to control the outcome. I can contribute as much as I can. And then what happens from there, I could be good with because I, because I, and that, I, I know that I was in it and I was trying and I was in touch with a, with a higher power. Mm. I was communing with a higher power, a higher being to say, okay, look what we're, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to follow this thing that you put on my heart and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to continue to grow it and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. You know, um, and I feel like for me, that's a form of major therapy. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I think that's all I got. Money do. Money been do, bro. <laughs> you got something to say to people before we get out of here with this? Nah, man. I'm, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll give you guys an update of what's going on in my world. Uh, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows and uh, whatnot. But uh, I think... This is this is a this is a great comeback too, man. This is this is this is a great update for you, man. Uh, before we part, I must say, uh, for those of you uh, still listening, Easy was at this job, really huge hospital as a nurse, right? And the job that he applied for was not a lateral move. He didn't move from one hospital to the next to do the exact same thing. He did something that some of his uh, superiors at his last job didn't think was possible or didn't think it was in his best interest to do so. What Easy did was he prayed. He prayed for an opportunity and he was prepared for the results. He was prepared for that opportunity. So he prayed for a door to open and he was prepared to walk through it. And what happens afterwards is not only does he find a new job, right? It's a step up. It's a it's a level up from where he was before. So it's not only an increase in pay, it's an increase of uh, uh, quality of life. Mm. So so many things that he didn't have to deal with, or so many things he had to deal with at his old job, he no longer wasn't necessary for him to deal with at his new job. To have weekends off. To not have to worry about working nights. Mm. You know what I mean? To have like a, a, a real life, so to speak, that doesn't necessarily uh, force him to undergo the same levels of stress that he was before. I had to say that before we came to a close because there's something to be said about, and, and, and uh, I don't know, a lot of you guys may not know this about Easy. He's a faithful man. He's a faithful man, and I've watched the maturation of his faith uh, for many years. This guy prayed for something. He asked for God for something. And God, you know, he says he'll give you the desires of your heart. And Easy was ready, man. Easy was ready. So this this new job that he has, it's, it's not just any job. It's a testimony of his faith. When you ask for something, be prepared. Be prepared to receive it. When you pray for something, know that it's already done. There's no way that I can explain how someone who, quote unquote, isn't qualified for a job, you know, by the basis of, of, of what his former employee deems, but gets this job, gets this brand new job. I forget the old saying. I forget what they say about it. I'm not even going to say it because I know I'm going to get it wrong. But it's somewhere along the lines by like uh, something about God, I'm going to butcher this. But it's it, it says something about you not having to be qualified before God. God will qualify you. Mm. Oh, uh, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. There you go. There you go. So if you have to walk away from anything. Uh, this update, so to speak, this update on, you know, this update podcast, be faithful to whatever it is that you call, you know, you may not be the same person, the same entity that we call God, but be faithful. You have to believe in something. You have to remain hopeful for something. 
I think that's the catalyst to what makes life worth living is the hopefulness. I go to bed every night, not expecting to wake up, but I'm hopeful to get up. Mm. I come home, same route every day, not expecting to get home at a particular time, but hopeful I will get home. Hopeful I will get to my destination. I work as an actor here in New York City. I do not go in any audition expecting to get it. Yes, I can I can convince myself, hey, it's already mine to give me the level of confidence that I need to execute what is asked of me during those auditions. But I walk in hopeful. And if I don't get this one, I'm hopeful I get the next. And that's what keeps us going. So whenever you feel you have nothing else left. Please, I beg you, I beg you, I beg you, I challenge you. Remain hopeful. Because I promise you, if, if you live expecting a particular way, you you can leave out. You can you can you can end your day really disappointed with these expectations. Don't expect anything. Remain hopeful. Well, there you have it. Well, Pastor Drew. No, it's <laughs> this guy. This guy. Ah. Uh, yeah. Welcome back, baby. Yay. Welcome yeah. back. Money <laughs> Drew. Hey, money business. Yeah. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Our tears taste like the rain. You told us we were chosen